Well, I woke up with a, a little a little bit extra pep in my step this morning. There's just a little bit of extra joy um, because about 6.45, I heard screaming down the hallway, and so I had to go and take care of that. I had to separate two, two kids, and, you know, uh, just a little bit of extra joy. No, I'm kidding. Um, the big thing that happened today, some of you guys saw it uh, down on the front row down here, um, but my, my son, Caden, is in town along with his girlfriend and her mom. Uh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. We weren't expecting them until this afternoon, and so when we got the call uh, um, a couple days ago, yesterday, a couple days ago, I don't know, um, so I just do what I'm told. That's, that's what I just heard down on the front row. Can you believe that? Can you be- All right, anyway, back on track. We, when I woke up this morning, though, seriously, besides the fighting, um, I was excited and I know a lot of you guys were too, because you've got family coming into town, you're going to visit family, you've got things planned. The whole month of October, November, and December has been building until this moment, uh, at least as far as the stores will tell you. Um, it's been everything has come together, right? And now we're finally here, Christmas Eve morning, and so we're going to talk today about, uh, about joy and the joy that comes because of Christmas. Those of you that have, have kids who have left home, you know that feeling that, that something is missing. And then when your family comes back together, it's like, okay, we're, we're complete again. We're whole again. Everything is, everything is right in the world. And it's that, that feeling of, of joy that you get when you see the car pull in or you, see the, you hear the knock on the door and there's this excitement that comes in. So what is joy? Joy is the feeling after a long road trip when you see the landmarks that are familiar to you and you know that you're close to home. Joy is coffee and knowing that your kids are down for a nap so you don't have to, don't have to mess with And there's peace and there's joy in that moment. It's sitting by a warm fire and reading a book. Joy is getting a good grade on a test, closing a deal at work, or finishing a project. Um, joy is getting an unexpected check in the mail. Or not getting a ticket when you know that you deserved one. Right? You see the cop pull up behind you. You're like, oh, I know that tail light's out. Please don't. Please just keep going. Um, it's, joy, joy exists in all of these different emotions. It's the emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune. The emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what you desire. But joy is so much deeper than that. Let's watch this video. Joy. We hear it and we think of happiness or laughter. But true joy far outweighs any fleeting emotions. Like a beautiful garment, joy is a response that we clothe ourselves with. And at this time of year, it's our heart's cry as we bear witness again to the birth of the Savior. And let's face it, there's not a person here who couldn't use a little more joy these days. So you're invited into that quality of joy, whether your life is full of happiness or not. It's an invitation for every person, and it's here now, because Jesus is here now. This is joy. Welcome to Christmas.
We're going to have the, the kids go ahead and come join me on stage. So if I can get everybody in here that is, how are we defining kids? Zero to 12? Zero to 12. Anybody in here, if you are age zero to 12, why don't you guys go ahead and come down front right now. I see some of you starting to move. Go ahead and come down front here. We're going to have you just go ahead and sit. Let's make a, a little circle right here. You guys are going to face towards me. Hey, go ahead, and, go ahead and take a seat there. Judah, you're welcome to come up if you want to be a kid too. Cass, come on. Olivia, sure. Yeah, come on up. All right. Awesome. One of the things that, that we wanted to do today is we wanted to take a minute to read the Christmas story. Um, and so I had, I had Pastor Tiffany print it out for me because I couldn't find it anywhere. I didn't know where to look. Uh, so she, but I don't think that she got it quite right. Um, and so I was hoping that you guys here, why don't you guys go ahead and, and spin so that you can face me. All right. I'm hoping that you guys can help me. So if when I'm reading this, there's something that's not right, I want you guys just to say, no. Can you guys practice that? Ready? No. no! All right. Okay. So we're going to, so when, when, I, when I say something, and, and big kids, go ahead and help them out here. When I say, <laughs> fired. Um, all right. You ready? Here we go. <laughs> In those days, the president declared that, no, oh, it's not the president. Who was it? Does anybody know what the guy's name was that? We didn't get very far into this. Yeah. It's like the salad. Anybody? Like the salad? Caesar. Yeah, good job, Elliot. Declared that everyone throughout the empire should be enrolled in the tax list. The, this first enrollment occurred when Quirinius was governed Syria. Everyone went to their own cities to be enrolled. Since Joseph belonged to David's house and his family line, he went up from the city of Nazareth in Galilee to David's city called Moses Lake in Judea. What did I get wrong? Moses Lake. Oh, Mo it's not Moses Lake? Do you know what the city was? Bethlehem? Bethlehem! He went to be enrolled together with Mary, who was promised to him in marriage, and who was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for Mary to go Christmas shopping and to have her... No, no. She wasn't going Christmas shopping? What? She, she was having birth for a baby. She was going to have a baby? What? You'd think I would know this. <laughs> she was come to give birth to her firstborn child, a son, and wrapped him snugly and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the guest room. Nearby, shepherds were living in the fields, guarding their elephants at night. No, no. What? Not elephants, sheep. Oh, sheep. Yeah. You guys can blame Pastor Tiffany later for this. The Lord's angel stood before them, and the Lord's glory shone around them, and they were terrified. And the angel said, don't be afraid. Look, I bring good news to you. Wonderful, joyous news for all the bugs. No. It's not bugs? People. people? Yeah. For all people. Your Savior is born today in David's city. He is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You'll find a newborn baby wrapped snugly and lying in a boat. No. 
Oliver. Oliver, what is it? A manger. Suddenly, a great assembly of the heavenly hosts. So there's a whole choir of angels that were praising God. And they said, glory to God in heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels returned to Florida, the shepherds... To <laughs> the angels went back to heaven, and the shepherds said to each other, Let's go right now to Bethlehem to see what has happened. Let's confirm what the Lord has revealed to us. They went quickly and found Bob the tomato and Larry the cucumber and the baby. You are really good at this. Almost like he's a pastor's kid. <laughs> when they saw this, they reported what they had been told about the child. Everyone who heard it was amazed at what the shepherds told them. Mary, <laughs> you, the shepherds were the ones that told them that, uh, about the baby. All the, all the people came because they heard what the shepherds were saying. Okay, it's two shepherds. Mary committed these things to me memory and considered them carefully. The shepherds returned home glorifying God and praising God for all they had heard and seen. Everything happened just as they had been told. It's such a cool story, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we wanted to we wanted to give you guys something to say thanks for coming today. So if you guys would all go down to, to Pastor Tiffany right now, what she has is she's got a, a blank piece of paper for you, which isn't all that exciting, and then she's got a toy for you to pick out. But what I need you to do with the blank piece of paper is I need you to draw on it something that makes you happy. Okay, draw something that makes you happy on the blank piece of paper. So go down to Pastor Tiffany. She's going to give you a toy, and she's going she's gonna to get you that. Can we give these guys a big hand? All right. What's going on here? Cool. Joy. It's so fun having kids in service, isn't it? It, it? it injects a little bit of energy. And if you were listening to the story in the midst of the chorus of no's, you heard a few moments of joy. If we had flipped over to Matthew's story, we would have heard about the, uh, the Magi. In Luke 2, the story we just read, the angel says, Don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy to all the people. And then, like I said, in Matthew's story, the Magi come, and, and the way that the Bible, or the way that the, uh, the original text talks about how the Magi felt is it says they rejoiced with a great joy exceedingly. They rejoiced with a great joy exceedingly. It was, it was amazing joy. When they finally arrived, when they finally got to the end of their journey, everything was different. Everything was new. But we know that in Bethlehem, just like in Moses Lake today, things aren't always so joyful, are they? Things are, like Pastor Gregory talked about earlier, things are, don't always fall in line with our expectations. So what I want to do today is I want us to, to take a minute to think about some of the things that, that bring us joy in life. But first of all, the things that steal our joy are obvious, aren't they? Uh, things like jealousy, when you see on social media somebody is doing something that you want to do, you're like, ah, oh, I just wish, you know, you're, you're planning, you, you've, you've got the perfect Christmas 
planned out, and then you look at Instagram and you see that your neighbor went to Disney World for Christmas, and you're like, ah, I, I wish I could, right? Or you're in Disney World and fighting the crowds, and you wish you could be back home. Um, one or the other, right? There's things that steal our joy. There's jealousy, envy, bitterness, malice, stress. This idea of comparison, like I was just talking about, being around unhappy people sucks the life out of you, doesn't it? It just sucks the joy right out of you. Regret, perfectionism, guilt, these are all mindsets that say I should do more, I should have, I should have more, I should have done more, or I could do more tomorrow. And so all of these things lead us to this point, to this idea that I'm not enough, I don't have enough, I need more, and, and that saps and sucks away our joy. If joy is about well-being, success, and good fortune, which was the definition that we read earlier, then bad circumstances, failure, and being unlucky will steal your joy. But while we can't just decide to be joyful, we can set things up so that we experience joy every day. We can choose joy, not, not just, okay, I'm, I'm going to be happy now, 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 but we choose joy by setting our mind on things above and by remembering that in the end, we win. Now, one of the, one of the cool things about the Advent season is that it's not just a focus on 2,000 years ago, but it's also a focus on our future. It's, it's got this dual role in church tradition where we not only look at the past, Jesus being born, but we also look towards Jesus' second coming. I want to start us off by talking about setting our mind on things above, and then we're going to look at the end of the story for just a couple minutes today. Philippians 4, we read this, we, we actually did a, a series on this back in November, so if you want if you want to go into all of the details of it, you can look back. Um, by the way, I don't think I've mentioned this in church yet, but we actually have a podcast now. So if you, want to, if you want to listen, rather than having to watch it on Facebook, you can actually go, um, typically they're up the next day, uh, you can go and you can listen to uh, myself or whoever's preaching that morning on our Generations Church podcast. Um, and the, the series from November is the first one that I put up on there. All right, Philippians chapter 4 says it like this. It says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all, because the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And this is the part that I really want us to key in on today. All of the kids took those papers. They should be producing some great artwork for us that we're going to show here in just a minute. They're, they're coloring right now things that make them happy. So kids, this is your prompt one more time. Make sure that you're drawing something that makes you happy. It could be a toy. It could be your family. It could be going to school. It could be not going to school. It could be lots of different things, right? A, a favorite cartoon character. Draw something that makes you happy. For the rest of us, on your notes, I've written out these next, this next series of words, and we're going, to, um, we're going to, in just a minute, after I finish reading this, we're going we're gonna to take time to write out something that, that sparks in your mind from each of these words. 
says this. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right or whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Joy isn't just peace, right? In, in verse, uh, in verse 7, we see that the peace of God will guard our hearts, but joy takes it a step further than peace. So this, this passage is talking about how when we take our requests to God, that, that God will give us something in return. He'll give us that peace. But he's also saying there's another, another level to it, that as you, as you have peace, and then you commit yourself to thinking about the things of God, that then you can experience that joy that he talks about. We're gonna, I'm going to put on some music here just for a second, uh, for about, I don't know, a minute or so, maybe two minutes. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you guys a chance now with your note page to write down, or if you don't, didn't grab a note page, you can grab one of the cards or something. Whatever is uh, true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, praiseworthy, think about such things. So we want to take a moment. You don't have to fill out all of the blanks, but just let's let's take a moment and meditate on what are the good things in life. Let's go ahead and, and play this video softly, and, and we're just going to take a minute just to think about these things. Joyful, joyful Lord, we adore Thee. God of glory, Lord of love. Hearts unfold like flowers before Thee. Hail Thee as the sun above. Melt the cloud of sin and sadness. Drive the down now. All right, kids, if you are finished with your picture or if you are far enough along on your picture, Pastor Gregory is going to come by because we want to see him. So what he's going to do is he's going to take his camera. We're going to put it up on the screen here so that we can see your picture. So if you've got your picture, go ahead and hold it up.
so that Pastor Gregory can come by, and we're going to see if this, we're praying that this will work here, um, see if we can see what these pictures are. It's not working. Oh, oh, that says Caden. All right, what, what do you got, Ellen? It's a house. Is it our house? Oh, Minecraft house. <laughs> Love having kids in the service. I can't tell what that is. Starbucks. Oh, wow, that's, that's actually pretty good. Did you trace that? No? Just did it from memory? What is, what is this, Oliver? Your grandma? Oh, nice. All right. And the rest of my family, mom, cat, dad, going to school. Wow, Xander, nice job. Quite a bit. Do we have anybody else? Oh, in the in the back row. All right. This will be the this will be the last one that we do here for Carson. And this. Who is that? It's not wearing shorts, so it's not Dennis. <laughs> oh, it's mommy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we got we got one more. I'm getting lots of uh, lots of pointing over here. One more. I can't tell what it is. Basketball. Okay. All right. Nice. Well. We, we talked, uh, you know, we listened, listened to that song, we wrote out some things. There are lots of things in our life that we have to be thankful for, to be joyful about. When we, when we take time to focus on these things, I, I mentioned it back in the, the series that we did, but, but uh, studies tell us that, that uh, anxiety and thankfulness cannot exist simultaneously in your brain. So when you choose to focus on the, on the things that, like it talks about here, whatever is uh, true, let me read them again, true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy, when you choose to take time to focus on these things, you're going to get some joy in your life. But there's another, there's another step to it. Um, verse 3 of Joy to the World, uh, which is our, our song for today, verse 3 says, says this. It says, no more let sins and sorrows grow. No more. So, so the, the, the stuff that's been clogging up our lives, the stuff that's been choking out our joy, he says, no more let those things grow, nor thorns infest the ground. Now, this is a direct callback to Genesis chapter 3 when, when, uh, the, when people sin. And what happens? All of a sudden, the ground is hard to work. All of a sudden, things are difficult now. It's, it, everything is work. There's thorns and there's thistles and, and all of these things. And everything is just that much harder and that much more painful. And why is that? Well, first of all, it says, He comes to make His blessings flow far as the curse is found 
far as the curse is found, far as, far as the curse is found. Now that's a weird thing to sing in a joyful song unless you realize what it means. Unless you realize what he's talking about there. He's saying that because of Jesus being born Christmas morning, but not just being born, right? I talked on on Wednesday night about how the, the cradle doesn't mean very much without the cross. Because Jesus was born and because He died, what does the Bible say? The Bible teaches us that now the curse has been broken. That there was sin in the world and because of sin, humanity, not just humanity, the earth itself was put under this burden. But now that curse has been lifted. Now we can have joy. And that is great joy. Those are good news, right? Amen. He says, um, in Romans 8, Paul says it like this. He says that, that all of creation longs for this moment. All of creation is, is yearning towards this moment when there's going to be no more, uh, as the, the uh, song says, no more let sin and sorrows grow or thorns infest the ground. It says all of creation is pointed towards this. And because of that, we can have joy knowing that ultimately everything is going to work out. Knowing that every, ultimately, in the end, we win. Revelation 21 says it like this. And I heard a loud voice from the throne. And Try and put yourself in this moment. Try and put yourself in there. He's in the new heavens and the new earth. He's, on, he's in New Jerusalem. He's, he's standing in front of the throne of God. And he hears a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling is now among his people. I mean, how amazing would that be? We believe that the Spirit of God is here right now. We believe that, that wherever two or more are gathered, the Bible says that He is here in our midst. We believe that when we pray over each other that God hears us. We know that He's around. But man, imagine someday when you can walk up to that throne. When you know that He is there with you. You can see Him Man, what, a, what an amazing time that's going to be. Look, God's dwelling place is now among His people and He will dwell with them. They will be His people and God Himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eye. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain. For the old order of things, that being the curse, the curse has passed away he who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. All of the aches and pains, all of the, the tension, all of the doubt, all of the stress, all of the anxiety, all of the worry, all of the fear, all of the things that are just background noise in our lives right now. And sometimes that background noise becomes a, a big deal. All of those things are gone. And we have a new heaven, and a new earth in a new body to look forward to when we get there. And, and so we can have joy when we focus on, hey, my circumstances are pretty good. And also, eventually, there's something better for me. 
It's pretty good right now. I know that God is blessing me. I know that God is taking care of me. I know that God is walking with me through this life. But there's another level. There's something else out there for me. There is joy unspeakable and full of glory. Amen? Joy unspeakable and full of glory. You can choose joy by setting your mind on things above and remembering that in the end, we win. Father, we thank you for the victory that we have in you. God, that we know that the curse has been broken. We know that you are making all things new. Father, we thank you that your spirit right now is confirming this in our hearts, God. God, we know that there are some with us today that, that, that maybe they're, they're struggling, maybe they're doubting, maybe they're far from you. And they're, they're hearing about joy and they want the joy that we have. And so God, we just ask that you would speak to our hearts right now. Lord, in Jesus' name, for those that are carrying heavy burdens, Lord, I pray that this Christmas you would lift those burdens off of them and they would find joy in you. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to have the, uh, the worship team come back up. Um, we want to we sing this song again, Joy to the World.